Hello and welcome to the message number two. This one is entitled, God has not finished with you yet. In fact, he's just getting started. May you be encouraged by this talk. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Jesus, we want to thank you for our youth. We want to thank you that they are just the best. And we want to pray, Lord, that as we heard the words from your scriptures, that they would not only just go into our heads, but they would go into our hearts and strangely warm it, that it would affect our feet and our hands and our words in the world. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated, if you like. If you'd like to stand. <laughs> um, my name is Dan, and um, I'm the interim minister here at Holy Cross Fenham, which I find uh, the, the best church because it's a church of vibrancy, it's a church of energy, and a church that's on the move with Jesus. It loves the young and the old. We're all in it as a happy family. I say happy family, most families also have a few little bickers as well, but that's fine. <laughs> Today, I'd like to talk to you about God has not finished with you yet. In fact, he's just getting started. God has not finished with you yet. In fact, he's just getting started. If you go to the National Trust, you may think, actually, um, oh, National Trust is only up to 11 and 3 quarters if you're young. Maybe the same in the church. You may think, oh, we've only got our junior church to 11. That's it. No, we've got our youth in the church. And the youth here are saying, no, we want church to be for young people too. Maybe in your 20s or 30s, you may think, well, I'm too busy for church. No, God has not finished with you yet. There's a place for you here too. Maybe if you're my age and older, you maybe think, well, I'm, I'm more middle-aged now. I'm thinking, oh, church is, is not, not really for me. No, God has not finished with you yet. There is still something for you to do here. And again, if you have retired, as John Sentamu says, if you retired, you just get new tires. God has not finished with you yet. In fact, he is just getting started. And you may say to me, well, uh, you know, our church these days, Vicar, it's not like it used to be. No, no, God is just getting started with this church. It's not even 100 years old yet. You go up to Norham, they're celebrating 800 years. God is may have finished the first um, uh, act of the story of Holy Cross, but he's just changing the scenery around at the moment, bringing in more cast, bringing in more people to make it vibrant, bigger, better and bolder. God has not finished with us yet. He's just getting started. You may think of relationships that you're in. You may think, oh, I've tried to have good relationships. It's failed. Or I've tried to go through a job. It hasn't worked out. Or I find it difficult to keep on forgiving. God says to you, he has not finished with you yet. He is just getting started. And throughout the whole of the Bible, you see these big, huge themes all the way through about fresh starts, new beginnings, keeping going, creation, 
You start with, in Genesis, you see this wonderful world being created. And then you hear in places like Lamentations that says, God's mercies are new every morning, every day. It's a fresh start. God loves to begin new things in your life. Just when you think it's ended, it keeps on going. So what does the story, in particular, from Luke chapter 5, teach us about fresh starts? Teach us about the fact that God has not finished with us yet. He's just getting started. Well, the very beginning of the story in Luke chapter 5, it feels like it's ended before it started. Jesus is in, uh, in the boats, he's, he's teaching a large crowd, and then he finishes. It says he's finished. So, okay, well, that's the end of that. No, that's just the beginning of the story. Jesus notices that there is a, someone called Peter that's with him in the boats. He's noticed he's looking a little bit lost. He's trying to clean his nets. It's not going very well. He's realized that actually, gosh, um, you know, Peter, you haven't caught any fish, have you? No, I haven't caught any fish. You're a carpenter, Rabbi. You, you know nothing about fish, okay? It's just a bad day. But God had not finished with Peter. He said, go and put your nets out again. Peter going, there's no way. What? You're, you know nothing about fish. You don't smell like fish. You don't sound like a fisherman. But because you say, I'm going to do this. And so in the story, you've got to use your imagination, friends, when it comes to Jesus. You've got to think of seeing what, what did Jesus look like when he was telling Peter? What did Peter look like when he caught that huge bundle of fish? What did Jesus and Peter's reactions occur when Jesus said to Peter, no longer are you going to catch fish. You're going to catch men and women for God, that he's going to have his name lifted up high because through you, God can start a new thing. Well, there's a few points. Last week we had five, okay, and a few gasps. This week, I'm being kind, just four, okay? And the first one is the reason why I believe God is saying to us all here, especially young people and, and everyone else here in particular, he has compassion on us. That's the first point. Jesus has compassion on you. He has compassion on your life. He knows that you mess things up. He knows that you're broken like I am broken. He knows that we make so many mistakes. And when Jesus talked to Peter, he talked as one who knew that Peter needed a break. Recently, I had a, a baptism family. And it's great we've got a, a huge baptism family today. It's awesome. Uh, and um, I had left my phone somewhere. I don't know where it was. And, I, and the great thing with iPhones is um, you can put, find my phone. I had this baptism visit. I went home and I thought, where is my phone? And all of a sudden I realized, Five Silver Hill. Oh my goodness, that's not my address, is it? And then I phoned up and said, hi, is a phone going off in your house? And this lovely family said, yeah, I wonder where, uh, what's happening under this cushion. I went and got my phone. I felt brilliant. I found it again. But God has compassion on us more than, um, more excited than I am when I find my iPhone again. Jesus says in the Bible that he, he shared a story about someone who lost a wedding ring, lost a sheep, lost a child. And he knows what it is to be human. He knows that we make mistakes. God has not finished with you yet. He's saying, try again. 
I know it's hard, but we've got to try. We've got to try and pick ourselves up and keep on going. And that's what he was saying to Peter when he said, hey, put your nets out again. The second point I want to make, the reason why I believe young people and everyone else here in the church, God has not finished with us, is he has came to give us an amazing relationship, an amazing friendship. Jesus talks to Peter, and Peter talks back. There's this wonderful dialogue which he longs for all of us to experience. He talks about it in Psalm 139, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. He talks about the sense that, that God has knitted us in our mother's womb, and he knows everything about us. I once, this is how much God loves you, but even more. I was once with a grandma, I'm not going to embarrass this person today, but this grandma said to me once, my grandchildren are the best in the world. I am so proud of my grandchildren. They are wonderful. I thought these grandchildren would have had like first class doctorates from Oxford and they had like, you know, invented a cure for like some uh, uh, terminal disease. But when I heard they were just good grandchildren, I thought, that's what God is like with us. We sometimes think, oh, we're just getting by, we're just doing our thing. No, God loves us. He loves us so much. He says, come on, let's get in relationship. Let's speak. Let's talk. Sometimes we think we have limitations, and I want to give you this example. Not only is Peter a great example of limitations, there's a lady called Fanny Crosby. Fanny Crosby, we sometimes sing some of her hymns in our book. Wonderful hymn writer. She was blinded the whole of her life. She didn't see a thing. Completely blind. If you're young, you may want to do this, but you may want to close your eyes for a second. A reporter came up to her near the end of her life and said, Gosh, you know, Fanny, you've had this lovely walk with the Lord, isn't it lovely? But you haven't been able to see anything. She said, that doesn't bother me at all. Because the first thing I'm going to see when I get to heaven is Jesus' face. Yes, you will too see Jesus, but I've seen nothing at all. And the first thing I'm going to see is Jesus. Friends, that is the type of person we're called to follow. Someone like Fanny Crosby, who was blind and had mistakes and, and brokenness. God has not finished with us because of our limitations. In fact, he is just getting started. Relationship, compassion we see in the way that Jesus talks to Peter. The next point, we're coming into our third point here. If anyone's actually working out on a timer how long I've been, we're halfway. <laughs> The next point is this, Jesus says to us, the reason why I have not finished in your life, the reason why I've just got it started is because of miracles, because God is a God of miracles. People may say things about you, but God has another report about you. People may think this is how your life is going to end up, God has another route for your life. With Peter, he thought, hey, my life is just to be a really naff fisherman, you know, just catch a couple of fish and just keep on going. If anyone watched The Apprentice the other day, he would have been fired in, I think, week four with, uh, with, the, with Crabgate and etc. He was rubbish. But with Jesus, he was exceptional. And I say to you, if you feel like you're finished, you feel like you're written off with work, with relationships, 
with just your inner sense of anxiety because of COVID and other things. Jesus is saying to you today, come back to me. I want to do a miracle in your life. I want to turn your life around again. I want to give you a boat filled with fish, filled with friends, filled with great adventures in the future. Jesus died and he rose again, not just for us to have lovely church services, yes, though they are, or to have coffee and tea afterwards, wonderful as it is, he came to turn our lives around, to be the miracle we dream to have. The final point I want to make today is simply this. Jesus is calling us on a mission. He's calling this church on a mission. We're just getting started, yeah? We are, we are one of the largest churches in the west of Newcastle. We are one of the most vibrant churches in the west of Newcastle. We are the, the largest, definitely by far, beyond many others. We're on top of a hill where people can see Holy Cross. We've been put here for a purpose, to help people, to see people who are broken come back to life. Jesus called Peter and he calls us today. I have not finished with you yet. I'm just getting started. You may think, well, it's all very well for you, Dan, you're a vicar. It's all very well for Peter. But I want to remind you of a lady called Amy Carmichael. Amy Carmichael was an Irish Christian. And she was someone who just kept on saying yes to God. Yes, in very small ways. Yes, I'll help someone. Yes, I'll pray for someone. Yes, I will forgive someone. Yes, I'll turn up even though I am so, so busy. Jesus used Amy Carmichael. You can see this on Wikipedia if you want to. And do some research. She became a missionary, not to Ireland, not to England, not to France, but to India. How amazing is that? We sometimes have this perception of how much God wants to use us. But if we keep on using uh, these opportunities to come close to God, who knows what we're going to end up and do. I didn't realise I was coming to Newcastle six months ago. I didn't realise that we were going to be uh, having such an amazing time here as we are. But we are. We're doing great and amazing things. I just want to end with a couple of uh, verses of scripture. And then I'm just going to talk about the Queen for a moment, who is a hero of mine. Philippians 1 verse 6 says this. He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion. We had Archdeacon Rachel with us this, uh, this week. She talked about her life with Jesus from her christening, from her teenage years. It ebbed and flowed. There was good times and bad times. But he was always faithful. He kept on being with her right up until this day. And another verse I just want to give you, which is, I'm trying to, as your vicar, I'm trying to learn one verse a month to just meditate and reflect on for us as a church. And this verse comes from, and I've got it on our podcast here if you want to go back to, Psalm 32, verse 7. It's this. This is a beautiful verse, I just believe for us. It is simply this. You are my hiding place. Shall we say that together? After three. One, two, three. You are my hiding place. The second part of the verse is this. It says, you will deliver me from trouble. Should we say that together? You will deliver me from trouble. And the final part of the verse, it says, and surround me 
with songs of deliverance. Shall we, shall we say that again? And surround me with songs of deliverance. Friends, Peter was used by Jesus. God is using you and I for great things. This is a talk today to encourage you to say that God has not finished with you. You may say, well, I may be getting older now. I may, maybe, what happens when I die? Well, that will happen, and I tell you, that day will be even more exciting. The Queen, as you know, has her accession service today, and we're, we're going to celebrate with the singing the national anthem. But she's prepared for her final day. There's something called Operation London Bridge. I tell you, it sounds really cool, isn't it? Operation London Bridge. Every church in the country, I'm assuming this church also has um, an Operation London Bridge uh, policy. If you don't, we'll have one soon. But the day that the Queen dies, the words are going to be said to the Prime Minister, London Bridge has fallen. London Bridge has come down. When the churches around the country find out that the Queen has died, we will have a book out, we'll have a picture of the Queen, we'll have lots of candles ready for people to come in because we want to say thank you for an amazing Queen. Friends, God has not finished with you, and even if this is your last day, he still hasn't finished with you. In fact, even if you die, he still hasn't finished with you. Because C.S. Lewis says in Narnia, he says this, he says that every chapter became better and better and better. And he talks about Narnia as, a, as a, a, an image of heaven, is that this is temporary. Our life will continue forever and ever, getting bigger and better. We'll eat, we'll drink, we'll celebrate. And so while we're on earth here, let us enjoy this faith-filled friendship. Let us enjoy this adventure God's calling us on. Be easy on ourselves as Jesus is easy on you. And know, if nothing else, God loves you and is with you. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's say the grace to one another. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.